Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your free flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed me yet on Instagram or Twitter, please follow me over there. I do like Instagram and then anything I post to Instagram, I post to Twitter. So if you're on either one of those, make sure to follow me at Strict Anonymous. I'm at Strict Anonymous on both Instagram and Twitter. And if you want to be on the show, you want to follow me over there because you could DM me there or you could send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or you could go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com to be on the show. Uh, this is called Strictly Anonymous because I change everybody's voices. People make up phony names. People call me from phony numbers. I don't even na- really know or need to know who my guests really are. All I want to hear is their true stories, and that's what I get. If you want to be on the show, like I said, DM me, Instagram or Twitter, at Anonymous, do the email, my website. All that information is in the description. You could also call into my anonymous confessions line. You could call that number 24-7. The number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could leave your naughty confession there. I change all the voices. Or you could just tell me what you want to be, like give me a summary of what you want to talk about to call on the show. And when I hear it, if I'm interested in having you on, I will send you a link. Now, if you're listening on a podcast app, make sure to subscribe. If you love my show, hit five stars. If there is a review section, write a review or like, I think it's just like on Spotify or YouTube, iTunes, you can give me a five star. So if you can, if you love my show, do that there. That really helps my show. Keeps me at the top of the charts. I'm always at the top of the charts and it is a thanks to all my listeners. I love my listeners, which is you. <laughs> that's why I also have a, uh, um, a YouTube account because that's where I could actually talk to my listeners. People comment there. If you want to comment on the episodes, I love hearing the comments. Go to my YouTube channel, Strictly Anonymous Podcast, or send me emails. I love knowing that people are listening to my show. Tons of people are, and I thank you for that, and I love that. Like I said, uh, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have a show. What is that saying? Like if a tree falls in a wood, and no one hears it, did it fall or whatever that is. It's like the same thing like a show. Like if no one's fucking listening and my show doesn't exist, but so many people are listening and I love that and I love doing my show. And um, like I said, hitting a five star does help me stay up there and helps promote the show so more people can listen and find it. Because all I want to do is just keep keep getting bigger and bigger. So more people will hear these stories and people will be less uptight about SEX. <laughs> so anyway, today I have on Jason. Now, Jason has been there, done it all. Threesomes with his first wife. He's had a lot of wives, okay? Threesomes and swapping with his first wives and a vanilla wife and a lot of cheating going on. There are a lot of PSAs in this episode. I feel like I give really good advice, like different, a couple different times, not a couple, a few. A few means three, right? A few times on this episode. One PSA is about communication in a relationship. And why a woman will come right out one day and just be like, I'm fucking leaving you. And why a guy is always blown away by that. And why a woman does that. Okay. There's a PSA about that. There's also a PSA on uh, women and desperation. That's a funny one. And then there's also one about, uh, what's the other one about? About couples that never fight, okay? If you're a couple that never fights, make sure to tune in and listen to this, okay? Because I have a PSA for you too. (laughs) Or if you know someone that is a part of a couple and they're always bragging about not fighting, make sure to listen because you'll find what I say entertaining and as well as 
right on the fucking money. <laughs> but anyway, back to uh, this guy, Jason. Okay, so yeah, he has a second wife and it's, she's very vanilla and uptight and there's a lot of issues there and that's where some of the PSAs come into. But he starts cheating on her and that's when he gets his massages and erotic massages and then, you know, he starts seeing the dominatrix. They uh, There's the forced buy situation. There's the pegging. There's something called sounding, which is hardcore. He gets into that. Uh, and then he talks about how, you know, after they, they got divorced, what he did and where, you know, he kept sort of seeing other people and leading an alternate alternative lifestyle. He recently went to a swingers club and he explains all the stuff that went down there, a lot of different crazy scenarios, as well as the fact that he's seeing a dominatrix now currently and she's trying to set up a by experience between him and another guy and he talks all about all of that stuff this spans a lot of years he's done a lot of things he gets into all of it the good the bad the ugly and all that kind of good stuff so anyway i'm gonna be right back on with jason this is the strictly anonymous podcast hi jason welcome to the strictly anonymous podcast how are you today great kathy how are you Good. Well, you're sitting in a parking garage someplace. (laughs) (laughs) Callers are calling me from like their cars and parking lots. People are either having cheating sex there or they're talking to me on their podcast. Like that's what's going down in parking lots (laughs) all across the country. Um, So anyway, listen, Jason, you called into my confessions hotline talking about a lot of SCX that you have had over the years. I don't know if you consider yourself in the lifestyle, but you've done a lot of things that people in the lifestyle do including like threesomes and open stuff with your wife, brothels in Vegas, blah, blah, blah. So I don't know where your story starts. Um, so back in the late 70s, early 80s, mm-hmm. I was in the service. I was in the a manager in the service industry. And I don't know what it is about. I think women want to sleep with their bosses or something like that. But I had several sexual experiences back then and that's back when we, we didn't worry about age or anything like that and you know things were a lot of fun um then I ended, I ended up getting married to my first wife and um everything was great and one day uh we're fooling around on the couch and she tells me that her friend had been over um a few nights before and they had been drinking and they started tickling each other and the next thing you know they started kissing and then they took it to the bedroom and started um, you know, playing with each other's breasts. And she, she said she started to go down on her. And the girl said, no, she wasn't ready for that. But they talked about maybe including me in a threesome. So she asked me if I would be interested in having a threesome with her friend. And young guy, are you kidding? Ask <laughs> 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 that. And so we set up to have a threesome with her. We uh, went out and set up. We went out to dinner first. And then after dinner, went back to her place. And went to bed, went to the bed, and she's, you know, the, the, her friend said she wanted to watch us fuck first. So my wife and I went at it for a little while and till, till she came. And then we switched and I started fucking her friend. And um, the girls, are, my, my wife was playing with her, her breast a little bit, but that's all the only touching that, that they were doing. Um, and I don't know what it was, but for some reason I wasn't coming. I was just going strong. It's like, you know, the one time that's ever happened. And, uh, so after a while, after the other one came, uh, my wife went and said she was going to get some some lube or something to, to jack me off. And she left the room. And so then I started going at it again with her friend. And that, then I was able to come. And so when my wife walked in, she got a little pissed because we were doing it and <laughs> she wasn't, wasn't in the room. Mm-hmm. But whatever, that, that was all fine. So about you know a few months later, we're over this friend's house again. I remember we were just over there hanging out, drinking. I remember I was laying on the on the floor watching Caddyshack. And uh, um, somehow my wife brings up, starts talking about the size of dicks, and she wants to measure my dick. So they, they pull my pants down and come over with something. And I see my wife give her like a little nod. And so she starts going down on me and starts giving me a blowjob. And I, I had no idea anything like this was going to happen. Or, I don't think our friend did either. So my wife decided, hey, let's play. So they both took turns uh, giving me head for a while. Then we uh, then we moved it to the bedroom, and uh, this time I took her friend and I was doing her doggy style. And my wife crawled under me and started licking her pussy while I was doing her. 
and her friends all, I don't know what's happening right now, but whatever it is, don't stop. <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> we uh, did that, and you know that that was that was a great time. Um, that was the last time we hooked up with her, but shortly after that, we moved to um, another state and made friends with another couple that lived in the same complex as us. And I worked late at night. And there was, I remember two, two times, my wife called me while I was at work saying that she's over at their, their friend, this other couple's uh, apartment. They're drinking and that, uh, that she started sh- shaving this other girl's pussy. And then she wanted, <laughs> then she wanted, then she shaved his dick. And anyway, then as she told me this and the other girl comes on the phone says how she wishes that I was over there. And just, I'm at work just getting all hot and bothered and can't do anything to get about it. And by the time I get home, they're all passed out in the sleep and, you know, nothing for me. <clears throat> so one day, this other uh, couple, the, the husband and I, we were out playing basketball. We come back from playing basketball and they say, hey, let's go in the bedroom. Let's play, uh, let's play blackjack. Or, and so <laughs> all of a sudden it's like, oh, let's play strip blackjack. And again, I had nothing. I'm like, I'm all sweaty. I just got done playing basketball. But still, we still go and start doing this strip blackjack till till we're all naked. And then um, the girls go in the bathroom real quick and they come out and the other girl comes to me and my wife goes to the other guy and they start, you know, sucking on us. And the next thing I know, I'm fucking this girl and she's just telling me, make it harder, harder, harder. I've never <laughs> fucked anybody so hard in my life. And, and, and that's one thing. The, uh, the wives had made an agreement that, that he could... It was okay for them to screw around so long as it was with each other's husband. So basically saying um, this other wife could fuck me and my wife could fuck him, but it never happened again either way. Say that she was just young and wild and running around and just the marriage, the marriage fell apart. Uh, we ended up getting a divorced divorce and I ended up going back to just, you know, playing with, you know, different people here and there. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Fell in love, got married again, had this great um, relationship with my wife, love her very much. Well, problem was the sex with my wife is very vanilla. I mean, it's missionary on Sunday night, if I'm lucky, and that was it. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. She had like a schedule. <laughs> it's like I knew on a Sunday night, maybe I would get lucky. So I wouldn't always. <laughs> oh, my God. It, it, it was, that's the way it was. That's kind of crazy though, that you went from this wild oh, child yeah. to the exact opposite. Maybe that was by design because you were so freaked out by all the cheating and craziness <laughs> of that other girl. <laughs> yeah. I would maybe get, uh, you know, a little bit of a blowjob on my birthday or anniversary where she'd go down and just suck on me just enough to tease me. And then it was right back to, to, to missionary. I mean, it, I'd, I'd want to go down on her. She'd, I'd fight ask her enough times. So I think he felt pressured. And as soon as I go down on her, I could just feel her just all tense up to where she just really didn't like it. Um, she must have been uncomfortable because who doesn't like that? I mean, if you really could relax into it, it's like the greatest thing ever. So something was she was, you know, repressed and uptight. Yeah, there's there's something else say, going on there. And I'm just want I'm just wanting to please her. I'm just wanting to get her to come. Yeah. Um, and it's just, you know, so probably 16, 17 years in the marriage. Um one time I go by a, um, an Asian massage place and I'd never been to one. I said, well, I'm going to go check it out. So I go in there and you got this mattress on the floor and this real good looking Asian girl comes in and, you know, I'm naked and she's massaging me for, for a few minutes. And then 
she kind of motions like a doing a hand job and and I kind of shake my head and so she's I think it was like sixty dollars to give to give me a hand job and so she pulls out her tits lets me play with her tits and um and gives me a hand job and and so that was that was pretty cool and it's like I I felt guilty about it you know like I I didn't want to cheat on my wife but you know is a hand job really cheating whatever so I, I however I made sense of it in my mind mm-hmm. so. Then this thing came out. I don't know if you've heard of them, computers and internet. I <laughs> love it. Yeah. So it just, everything changed. Yeah. So um, I found a couple sites where I um, found places where I could uh, go and get uh, nude massages done. Actually, the, the site that really changed things for me is TER, the Erotic Review. Review. Um, oh, I've never heard of it. Oh, yeah. So people will go see a provider and then they'll write a review and they'll give you everything from what their looks are, what the cost is, oh. exactly what exactly what they do. I mean, it's I, I like reading this. Remind me back of reading penthouse letters when I was a kid. It, it told you all the stuff that was really going on. If you can click on a link that, that takes you to their Web page, you see what the pictures of them are. And then it'll tell you if the pictures are accurate or for fake or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it'll go through and, and tell you. So, and so then hey, you can read, you know, five, six, 10 reviews or whatever on someone. And so you'll have an idea if you make an appointment with them, what's going to happen, you know, when you make, when you go or, and also it gives you a little bit more feeling that it's not a cop or a setup or something like that. Cause yeah. this person's got all these, all these reviews. So through there, I say, I found a, uh, I went a couple of times to places where you have these beautiful women give me, you know, they give you a nude massage or, you know, oil up your body and rub their body over you and, you know, give you a, a happy ending finish. And so I, I did that maybe every six or eight months I do that. Um, and so that was pretty much what, and I said, it wasn't that often. I didn't have the money to do it, you know, that often back then. Yeah. Then I'd, I'd find some that would, you know, would give me a blow job. And, uh, I, I didn't want to go into the, um, I just didn't want to have sex because I didn't want to be cheating on my wife back then. Right. I love these people that think like, oh, if you don't put yeah. it in, in, it's not cheating, but you could, <laughs> you know, do everything else. There's girls that are virgins, but they get fucked in the ass. But they're like, but I'm still a virgin because <laughs> it hasn't got in my pussy. It's the same ridiculous mentality. OK, so you're not cheating because you're not fucking them, but you're getting blowjobs now. Yeah, I went to went over to Mexico a few times. Um, they've got places there where it's like a bar where you go, you go in and girls are walking around and you pick which one you want. And, um, I think it was like 80 or hundred bucks. You pay 20 bucks for the room. They take you up to the room for an hour and same thing though. I'd go up there and I just let, I just let them give me a blow job at first. And then say, I went back another time and I decided I wanted to try two girls. So I, I told the girl says, pick another girl. So she grabs another lady. I assume there's someone that she knew that, you know, would be okay with another woman, we go up to the room and I asked them to, you know, kiss each other's breast. And then one girl's like, apparently she'd never even touched on another woman. And the, and the other one's like, Oh, you got to do it for the customer. So it was a little bit odd. So I ended up, I ended, did end up fucking that one, that girl as the other one sat, just sat there and played with herself. Mm-hmm. So, um, so anyway, I go back to, uh, and I'm doing this stuff on TER and I, I'd say, I like reading all the different reviews and seeing, you know, what people's experiences are. Well, I come across one for a dominatrix and it's funny. It's like, I wasn't even going to click on it cause I had no interest in, you know, that dominatrix being dominated stuff. Clicked on it and started reading it. And I found myself getting really excited. So then I kept, I start reading all of her reviews and decided it's something that I want, thought I wanted to try. So I made an appointment and I got lucky because the first one I saw was very professional. She was very good. She did a, uh, interview you with, over the, with you over the phone, wanted to know, you know, what it was you were looking for, what kind of session. So I go there, I knock on the door, she opens the door, I get like two steps in, she closes the door and immediately lets me know that she's in charge, strips me naked, um, puts stuff around my wrist and my ankles, and proceeds to take me through a session where she does um, tapes uh, like a vibrator to my dick, and just turns it, you know, let it get to where I'm close to coming, then it'll turn it off. Um, she she ties me down to a table and ends up uh, uh, pegging me, um, 
but she's very good to where she, you know, she took it slow, you know, to where I, I enjoyed it. And the end, she ended up having me jack off and all over the floor and, and that was it. And she was, you know, never knew it or anything like that, but I had a good time. I ended up making another appointment with her with where she had these female subs where you could uh, set up with, with yourself and, and another sub. So where uh, I get there, same thing. She has me stripped down, walk in the room, and she's got this female in there blindfolded and just walks me over and sticks my cock in her mouth. And she has no idea. And she just starts sucking me and basically does, does a, you know, has us play together the whole thing. Same thing, um, fucks me in the ass and, and uh, had a real good time. Over the years, though, I find myself starting wondering, so this is the thing. I never thought I'd be into dominatrix stuff. Ended up really enjoying that. Then I started wondering what it would be like to have a cock in my mouth. What would oh. be like to have some, <laughs> where, have where was coming. that jump? I mean, how, where did that I come in? Was it because of the well, pegging? I, you, you, I, I mean, was it because of the pegging? Was it because you became a sub and you started to feel a little bit feminine? Like, I mean, did it, was there some sort of feminization that went on when you started being dom? And that's dom. one thing, you know... Yeah. Um, the one thing that I told him that I was not into was being feminized or dressed up, but I, you know, I don't know. Maybe it was the, the pegging. I never wanted to be dressed up like a girl or anything like that. Just, you know, whatever. I don't have anything against people that do, but it's not my thing, you know? Okay, so, so but you started to think about crossing the line know, and I hooking like, up with like that guy. Get, I, yeah, I like to get a blowjob. And I wanted, I was just started curious what it would be like to have a cock in my mouth and have him come in my mouth. I had no desire to be just with a guy, just me and a guy if, if there's another woman there and so that's i think where the, the forced by scenarios started coming in my head where there's a woman there making me do it um there's times where i would masturbate and try and get myself to eat my own cum just to see what it was like and i'm all into it but at the minute the, soon, the second you come it's like okay that that desire is gone now i don't want to do it anymore and I, you know I, I finally built myself up to where you know where i could do that um and I did it, you know, a few times. So then I did find another, um, I had a couple dominatrices that I went to see and I'd asked them about if they could do a forced buy session and they would say yes, but never, never worked it out. You know, it, they, they never, never came through. I did get one that I told her, I want to know, actually I actually had a couple that I want you to force me to eat my cum. So one of them gave me a blow job. And when she came, she came up and just put it right back in my mouth. Actually, I had a couple of them that that's, you know, so that's called snowballing. And they came up and, and, and had me do that. So through TER, I also, and I'm still every once in a while going and getting these massage with happy endings. I find this one provider who I just click with really, really well. Um, I've probably been seeing her now for five or six years. And just, we get along real good wait we, we through all of this because i mean i felt like we were talking about like you know 40 years ago you wind up right. with a new wife or, or right. you're doing all of this while you're married all behind her back we're all we're already up to and you've been doing this the whole marriage you're still with your wife right. and you're still yep. seeing masseuses and stuff like that right. currently a couple years ago you met one that you really click with yeah okay Correct. And it's, it's probably about five or six years. Mm -hmm. Anyway, one day I confessed to her, this is, you know, and she's one that I'd asked her. Um, she, she also would give me, would give me a blow job or a hand job. And I asked her one time if, if she could, make, you know, after I came, if she could put it back in my mouth. And uh, it, I admitted to her at a session that I always wondered, wondered what it would be like to have a cock in my mouth and what it'd be like to have someone come in my mouth. Anyway, the next time I went to see her, she says, hey, I got this other client who we were talking and basically had the same kind of interest. And would I be interested in the three of us all getting together? And I just got all excited and was getting hard, just, you know, just laying on my stomach. I said, yeah. So, man, it took about nine or ten months for our schedules to align. But we got a hotel room. Yeah, I feel like I had that guy on my show. 
<laughs> I, no, I'm really serious. I, I've heard this story before of the guy who is with the dom and she's trying to find another guy. And it is always uh-huh. hard. It's not an easy setup to do. And all the it is hard for all the stars and all the, you know, right. things to align because of everyone's schedule. So I feel like that other guy that was there was on my show and told me the same story. But now I'm getting your side of it. <laughs> so go on. So anyway, um, so we get together once again, uh, I think if communication would have been a little bit better, um, things could have been gone better. The first thing I've done with this guy twice. Um, so we end up all playing with her. We're all naked. Um, and I go down on him. He goes down on me and I, I just wanted to get him to come. And we hadn't communicated whether he was going to come in my mouth or that. So every time he'd get close, he'd like stop me. Cause you know, I hadn't, you know, we hadn't talked about that. So after we were going at it for probably two hours and then, uh, he'd got himself well, to where he couldn't come, you know, he, he kept stopping or, or whatnot. So he ended up jerking off and he jerked me off and it was all a great time and, and, uh, talked about doing it again. So it was probably about a year later, he, you know, she asked me, she texted me, says, Hey, he wants to know if you want to do it again. So I said, yeah. So we, um, we set it up and this time right at the beginning, I told him, actually he's the one asked, so what do we want to get out of this? I said, I'd really like, um, to have you come in my mouth. So he says, okay. And so same thing playing with her and him. Um, she's beautiful. Um, had a great time. Son of a bitch, he kept holding out until he finally eventually did come in my mouth. So um, I got to experience that. It wasn't all the greatness there. I mean, I don't know. It, was, it wasn't what I what I expected, but, oh, but it really? wasn't bad. It wasn't as yeah. hot as you thought it was going to well, be. Yeah, I just I just expecting this, you know, feel this shooting in my mouth. And, and, and basically all of it, I mean, you could tell he's, he's ready to come. And all of a sudden there's something in my mouth. It wasn't, you know. <laughs> <I don't> know. <laughs> you watch too much porn. <laughs> Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Don't we all? Yes, that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. So, in the meantime, I'd seen a couple other doms, and one of them, uh, you know, I told her I had a forced by fantasy. So she has twice had me um, to where I, um, she'd have uh, another sub, and she'd call me or text me and say, "Hey, are you available?" And so I'd go and, and meet her and. Um, once I had I, I gave this guy a blowjob for a while, um, he didn't come, and then she had um, him give me a blowjob and then had me come all over his face. Then I made an appointment, and you know when you set up with this with these doms, a lot of times you let them know you know what your session you're looking for, and I don't want some kind of a scripted thing where I know what's going to happen. I I. I tell them just surprise me and let's, let's see where it takes it. I'm not into, I'm not into the feminization dressing up. I don't know if there's anything I'm not into. So I showed up for this appointment with her and she has me on the ground, um, tied up and flogging me and then has me bent over a table and fucks me in the ass with a dildo. And then she, um, straps me to the St. Andrew's cross or whatever it is has me blindfolded and she leaves the room for a second and comes in with another guy. So she had made arrangements for another guy to be there and he sucks, sucks me for a while. Then she has, gets me down and has me suck him off till he comes in my mouth. And she's called, contacted me probably two or three times since to try and set something up with other people. But like I say, it's just really hard to get the schedules to align. So that's where you're at. Wait, so this whole time, how long have you been with your wife? So the wife story, like 37 years. You're still with that second wife. You stayed with her this whole time, just sex on Sundays. Well, about four years ago, we're, and things have progressed rapidly for the last four years for me. She, we have sex one night. The next morning she gets up and she tells me, I don't have feelings for you anymore. I just want to be roommates and just out of nowhere just blows me away i'm just like i'm sure i'm sorry to say this okay guys uh, all guys listening this is a fucking psa okay 
it never comes out of nowhere for from from a woman. It just guys don't listen to women. They don't really pay attention oh, yeah. to what they're fucking saying. A woman yeah. complains and brings shit up and tells you exactly what's wrong for a really long time. By the time a woman gives up and says, "I'm fucking done with you," she yeah. is done. Okay, yeah. but it never yeah. comes by surprise. <laughs> well, that's that's where I go back to saying communication. If I had known, yeah, if you listened. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sure she yeah, was, well, that's I'm sure she was bringing shit up that was wrong, that she didn't like. You know, guys don't, you know, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Yep. They think they're just being a fucking nag. I, most women yep. tell you exactly what they need and want. Listen, I'm not saying that the woman's always right. Maybe it's not. You can't give it to them. But like it, by the time a woman says, oh, I just I have no feelings for you anymore. Ninety nine percent of the time, it doesn't come out of nowhere. I know it seems that way for the guys, but it's because right. guys are so fucking oblivious and they're not listening when women are talking enough. They really they might be listening, but they're no, they might be like hearing them. They're like listening, but not really listening. What's that phrase? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I, to I totally agree. I totally agree. So she uh, dumped you, but you're still together. Still living in the same house, separate bedrooms. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah. And I, I asked her at one point, I said, so what do you, what do you, what about my sexual needs? <laughs> what, if I, what if I were to go somewhere else? And she says, just don't tell me about it. Oh, that's um, cool. You yeah, were like, so, yeah, I've been doing that this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. And, and it's just funny. Um, I feel all sorry for myself. And I start looking back and, um, I would go on to TER and see some of the reviews that I've written and realize how long I've been doing this. And it's like, yeah, I suck. So, um, I yeah. mean, what were you feeling sorry for yourself for the fact that she said, I didn't have feelings for you anymore and went and slept in the other room. I mean, what, what do you mean you were feeling sorry for yourself? No, I mean, I, you know, I love the woman and want to you know, have our life. And then it, but it went from, you know, we being able to communicate with her to like hardly don't even talk hardly in the house anymore, you know? Yeah. So. I think unfortunately when the intimate, like listen, intimacy and SEX in a relationship, of course, is not everything, but it's not nothing. And it is a way of connecting on a level that makes a difference than a roommate. The difference between being a fucking roommate and being a wife is like sex. If you don't have that and you let that go out the window and you never talked about it. And instead of like really trying to get her to better engage or loosen up or be more interested in it and focus on making it better with her. What you did is you just went elsewhere the whole time. So yep. you never had a reason to say anything to her because you were satisfied by somebody else. She didn't know that, but you right. knew that you were, and right. she was probably happy on some level because she didn't want to fucking change. It's hard to change. So she never right. brought it up either. I'm not saying that she was, she's some victim or, or the right one and you're wrong. I mean, you both right. sort of let that part of your life just fall by the wayside. Nobody talked about it. And when yeah. you don't have that, people grow apart. It, it's like I said, it's not the most important thing, but it is definitely something that has to be there. And when you don't tend to it and it becomes like a big nothing and nothing's going on in that piece of your pie, you grow apart. And and it does it does create a big gap in your life. Like where's the intimacy? That's where it should be, and that where it, you need to come together in that way, and you need to keep coming together in that way to stay connected. And when people lose touch with that, it it's a lot of times feelings go away. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. we let it get to the point to where, I mean, I'd go up and. I, I don't couldn't walk by her without slapping the ass, you know, and um, to where she'd think every time I did that, I was I was just wanting sex. Of course, um, mm -hmm. I'd compliment her. Oh, you look good today. She thinks I'm doing that just because I want sex. Um, yeah, sad. I mean, listen, yeah. she had her own issues. Like I said, the fact that she couldn't even you said like she would tense up when you would go down on her. I mean, this was obviously a woman because the feeling of a man going down on a woman is just it's just the greatest thing on the planet. <laughs> But I and I think that any woman that can enjoy, I mean, unless you're really bad at it, because uh, a girl just that I just recently posted, she did talk about like really bad oral sex where the woman's tongue was like really hard and didn't move properly. So listen, it can be bad. Maybe you were like really bad at it. But if you weren't bad at it, 
you know, the fact that she couldn't enjoy it and she tensed up was because she was not comfortable in her own skin and with her sexuality and stuff. So she had some issues. But if she could have over, like if she would have tended to that part of herself and loosened up and if you guys really focused on working with that or working on her and she did, you know, things could have been different. Yeah, yeah, no. Agree 100%. So, but I have seen um, through TER found some um, Asian providers that it's like an agency where it's um, and pretty much I don't even read their reviews anymore because it's pretty much all the same thing. You go in there, they have your rinse with mouthwash, they'll give you a shower, uh, they'll go down on you, have sex, have you come the second time, give you a little massage. Um, have sex with you a second time or give you a blowjob, get you to come two times, give you a shower and, and that's it. And they're all, you know, these beautiful Asian women. So I've done that, you know, a lot of times I'll do the, just the massage with a happy ending, but sometimes you want to be held, you want to be kissed, um, want to have sex. Yeah. So, um, every once in a while I'll go to one of those providers and, um, anymore it's pretty hard for me to come a second time how old are you now 64 right so you're good for one time (laughs) (laughs) actually i did go to one a few months ago where she was able to get me twice so oh wow she was good she was she was determined (laughs) have you done the guy guy thing or is that something that's always something that you want to do but no one could make it happen the the forced guy situation yeah forced by yeah, I've done that um, with uh, a couple of the dominatrix. So I just got this new dominatrix that I just started seeing six, eight months ago. Really beautiful woman, really into the lifestyle. Um, um, and she's see, a couple of the dominatrix I've seen, and I quit seeing them because it's all the same thing. I'd go over there, they'd peg me, they'd jerk me off, maybe slap me a little bit. And it's always the same thing. I wanted something, something different, something to push my limits. So this one I found now, she's the one that the first time, I always set up hour appointments. I set, I set up a two-hour appointment with her and um, you know, told her what I was into. I wanted a forced buy, uh, forced come eating, um, um, impact play. Um, and then I told her I, I didn't think that I, that I wasn't ready for sounding. So what, what the fuck is sounding? Sounding is where they take a steel rod and stick it down the hole. Okay. I I can't, I've heard of that before. Yeah. So, I mean, just the thought of it, it makes, makes me shiver. So I go see, go see her. She straps me to St. Andrew's cross. She's blindfolds me. She's uh, hitting me with different flogs and different stuff and everything's going great. She um, takes me over to the bed. She, um, pegs me a little bit and she has me turn over on my back and she says, I want you to take the blindfold off. So I want you to see this part. And she pulls out a sounding rod and my dick's, you know, hard as can be. And she says, I'm just going to play with just the tip of it, just on the outside. And so she just starts, you know, puts this lube or whatever it is that they use and starts, you know, just kind of playing around and slowly starts inserting it a little bit and starts going further and further and I can't believe that I'm let, here letting this. I, I'd had a catheter before. In yeah, I can't birth. even think about it. It hurts just the hearing it. When, when they pulled that catheter out, I was like, no way. And um, she's here, got this thing, and she's like fucking my my dick with this thing, and it's not hurting. And it was just, it was just different. It's like, wow, you know, it's. Um, I can't believe I'm letting her do this. Yeah. So. Um, so that was, that was that time. And it's like, okay, I need to really be careful what I tell her because she's, she's really going to push my limits. So the new one, um, yeah, does she, you just met her recently? Recently. I've seen her three times. As a matter of fact, the next, I want to see her in the next month or so. I'm going to, I'm going to set up a three hour session because she says she can really, you know, push your limits. Um, last time I saw her, I, I told her when she does the, um, you know, hitting you with a flogger and stuff like that, a lot of times it'll make a, a loud noise, but it's just more of a thud type of a feel. Um, and sometimes it'll be more of a steamy feel. I told her I wanted to try more of the steamy feel and less of the thud. So she uh, she was hitting me pretty good 
to where I really had to breathe into it to, um, to where I could take it. And then, um, so I, I just wanted to see how much I could take, you know, then she laid me on this bed and had some kind of electricity thing. She had me lay on something. And every time she touched me, there was like a little electric shock. So she's touching all over my body. And she did that for probably a good 20, 30 minutes, just turning it up a little more and turning it up a little bit more. So I can say she, she told me that if, if we had more time, she could really, you know, push the limits more and, and um, see, see what I could take. And yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed it. She's one that also set up a, a force by, she had a guy come the second time I saw her, had a guy come over and had me suck his dick and had him suck me off. Oh, so she's been able to do that. So how are you and your wife like at home? She still lives with you? Yep. So you're just, are you like, do you guys like each other as like friends? Like, I mean, or do you not talk? I, I still like her. We, there's not a lot of communications. We have two kids. Yeah. So most, of, and, and we've got grandkids. Most of the communication is about the kids and the grandkids. We have perfectly civil conversations. We, you know, all our lives, we never did fight all through our marriage and stuff. Yeah, that, maybe that's were. a problem. That's weird. <laughs> no, no, I mean, you laugh, but that's not normal to not fight. That means yeah. you're not fucking communicating. I have had exactly. this whole conversation with someone recently. I don't know if I aired the episode yet, but that's not normal. It's not healthy, and it signifies a fucking problem. I remember when my brother used to brag about his first wife, like, oh, we never fight. It's like, yeah, then they got right. divorced two years in. It's like, is that normal not to fight? You know, right. if you're not fighting, you're not being honest. <laughs> right. And if you're right. not being honest, things are building up. You know, that's why your wife's like, I'm done with you. She never said shit about what she was pissed off about, maybe. I don't know, but like, it's not normal to not fight. Two human yeah. beings that are two separate people with their own brains are not always going to get along. And if you yeah. are always getting along, you're being fucking phony. And if you're being yeah. phony, then there's you're not connecting. You know, there's that's a problem. Right. right. Don't you think? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. They say uh, it's communication through, say it, it's huge. And I started listening to all kinds of different podcasts yeah. in the last few years since this has happened. And that's one thing that I've, I've really learned, and it's, it's, it's funny, I, uh, something I talk to my daughter about, about now, about communicating with her husband and uh, um, how important it is in, in a relationship. So. Yeah, listen, I mean, it's not over for you. You could go get another, you could get a third wife or a girlfriend. I mean, do, have you ever thought of having another relationship in your life, or are you just planning on moving forward, living with your friend, a.k.a. your wife, as and just seeing providers on the side? You know, I've, I've actually I met one one woman, went and did lunch two or three times, but she was she was all she's just really aggressive and wanting to actually she's someone that texted me and told me to come over and get naked and have sex. And that's like, I know that's that's not what I'm looking for. I'm just looking for somebody, somebody to be a friend, somebody I can talk with and let's, and let's see where things go from there. But, you know, I, I don't I'm not never say never and never going to say no, I don't. Um, I wait, wait I'm confused. A girl, you meet a woman who you want to date, and she's like, I want to fuck you first. Like, let's fuck. And you're like, no, That's, thanks. I just want to be friends. We Well, no, I take that. Okay, so we went out like three times. Yeah. And then, and I told her my whole situation, perfectly honest with her. And then I had texted her that, you know what, I'm where I am in my life. I'm not ready for any kind of relationship. I, you know, let's, I didn't want to see her and lead her on or anything like that. Um, she said, okay, I understand. And then she would continue to text me. Then one time she texts me, Hey, I'm at this hotel. This is the room number. Come in, drop your clothes and, and, and come to bed. And <laughs> oh my God, poor. She's so desperate. You're sitting there like totally shooting her down and then she just tries everything. And then she even throws out free sex and you say, no, there's nothing worse. This is a PSA to women out there. Cause I've heard this before. I know girls that have done this when they're just like so desperate to get a guy that they eventually then like just offer them like what they think no guy would ever say no to, which is like, I'll just totally fuck you. No strings and then the guy of course says no because what guy gets turned on by desperation and I mean there's nothing worse than that for the woman like you're just setting yourself up for the worst rejection you've ever felt I don't know how many showers you have to take to get rid of the shame <laughs> do you know what I mean <laughs> it's, just, yeah. it's embarrassing Yeah. and you said no 
Yep, I said I, oh. I didn't even reply. I didn't even reply. Oh, so. even worse. <laughs> but I get it. I've heard that scenario too. Oh, okay, so you all right? So what are you? Where are you at now? Like you are you? Do you think? So, let me just ask you. Like, do you think in your future? Because to me, as long as you're alive, I don't care what age you are. You're alive. Right. You could grow and change. Like you said, you've learned a lot looking back. You had two marriages. Neither one worked out. You finally got the fucking memo. You know what you did wrong. You know you could have another relationship and do it right. Yeah, I could. But right now, I just work myself a lot to where it's, you know I don't go out trying to meet people um yeah, yeah i was just wondering so. do you have that desire to ever have that relationship or are you fulfilled you know you have your companionship in your home you have grandchildren you have children you have right. a career right. are you ever do you ever yeah. feel lonely that you would want a partner yeah like i say it's, it's like sometimes you just want to be held you want to be hugged you want to be kissed um it's not yeah. even about the sex. You want to have someone there to. Yeah. So yeah, I I, I do miss that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I could see somewhere down the road. Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, you could do it. You could third time's a charm, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. No. Yes. You never. I mean, it's never. What do you mean you don't know about that? It's up to you. You learned yeah. a lot from. You know, you would go into your next relationship maybe feeling different you had you had both ends of the spectrum you had a, a very open marriage where you did crazy things and then you had a marriage that was very closed off and uptight and there was no sex one too much sex one no sex so yep. you know the third one could be someplace in the middle <laughs> which would be just right <laughs> I've actually just recently uh, gone to a swinger club a couple times just mm-hmm. to check out check out that situation. And um, you know, it's um, didn't have any action, I should say, either time. But it was really weird. The, the one I gone to, the men have to be completely nude. The women are in lingerie, mm-hmm. um, and it was a, I ex- kind of went in there expecting everyone to be all horny, and, and it's it's like everyone just there having a good time and talking and chatting and. Eventually stuff, you know, some people do hook up and, um, there's one lady, she had her, had her husband. He took her over to this bed in the middle of everything and starts fucking her. And she, there's a few guys sitting, standing around watching. So she calls a couple of them over and starts, you know, jacking them off and giving them blowjobs. Um, and for the first time I was there, I didn't really talk to anybody. There's just a lot of single guys. So it kind of puts you at the dis- disadvantage. Um, when the second time where I, went with the goal of actually, you know, getting into conversation with somebody. Um, and I did, and, um, had some, you know, met some nice people, um, say we're thinking about going again soon and seeing, uh, seeing what could happen there. It's just, it's pretty interesting. I and mean, when I went to leave the last time, there's a, like a dance floor with a stripper pole in the, in the middle. I go to walk out and there's a girl hanging on to the, laying down holding on to the stripper pole and some guy fucking her is, as, uh, She's holding the stripper full and about six guys standing around her beating their dicks off. Um, Watching. Yeah. So it's uh, definitely different, but something I think I'm going to try a couple more times to see uh, see what happens. Yeah. Maybe you'll wind up meeting a girl there. You never know. Someone like-minded. You just don't know where your life's going to go. I, I, I think, like, why settle for what you have right now? You could live 20, 30 more years. I mean, would you, why do the same thing? Uh, maybe you can meet somebody else and have, like I said, another relationship. You know, I mean, whatever. Um, right. But uh, so what is what is in your future? Hopefully a forced by situation, more swingers club experiences, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, the, the one, uh, say, uh, lady I go to that I've been seeing her like five years that does massage and have a great conversation with her. I've had sex with her a couple of times. Um, um, I say at least have a real good connection. I've tried doing other, you know, massage places and try different people. I keep going back to her cause she's so great. Mm-hmm. I, matter of fact, I, I sent her a couple links to your show telling her that she needs to call in cause she's got some stories that just blow you away. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, um, it's kind of living life a uh, day at a time to see where it takes me. And I don't got any plans. Just, um, you know, one day everything's fine. The other day things start going through, through your head. Like I say, 
never in my wildest dreams back in my 20s or 30s would I've ever thought of putting the guy's dick in my mouth or yeah um, or going to a swingers club or um, doing some of the things I've done so you say never never say never your your life changes and you evolve and uh, um, I'm just kind of going with it I got nothing against anybody with what they do and um, kind of learned to open my mind up a little bit and enjoy things yeah and what's interesting is I don't even think you ever thought you were into a dominatrix that was something oh, that no, you just, right exactly. i mean and then that yeah. became like the main thing that you've done all these years it sounds like you just kind of did it on a whim like you said you were reading that review and it, you're like oh yep. maybe i'll try it yep it's something i totally thought i would not be into yeah 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 and, um and i say i've always been in a like management type of position where i'm always telling people what to do mm-hmm. so i don't know if that's part of it be going in there and just giving yourself completely to where you you know you've got no control they you know yeah, after you're being in control yeah. Mm-hmm. all day long and stuff mm-hmm. so. yeah a lot of times they say that that is the it's like a release and a lot of times that person is winds up being the sub and vice versa maybe yeah. a person who's sub all the time wants to be the dom it's Whatever it is that you're on in your regular life, when you turn that off, you know, you become the opposite. So you're alpha, you know, you're in charge guy. What do you, what do you want to do to, when you turn that off, you know, what's better than being the complete, it's like you become the complete opposite, which makes sense. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. So listen, what did we call you again? Jason. Jason. Jason, yeah. thanks so much for calling in. I don't know why I harp so much on your relationship with your wife, but it's, I think people <laughs> learn from those kinds of things because I, I just think that there's so many people that are in your situation. Yes. Not with all the yeah. stuff that you're doing sexually. They're going to be jealous that you're having all this fun, but there's a lot of guys that are listening. And they're, they've had the same kind of thing happen or they're in the, you know, yep. 30 years later there's yeah. no SEX yep. and they're just friends or roommates, whatever, you know? So I just, <clears throat> I always like to go and have conversations about that too, because I think a lot of people can relate, you know, that's yep. why I brought it up. It's interesting too, as a part of your story. Uh, yep. But I do hope that one day you wind up in another relationship. Maybe I, I, I'd like that for you for some reason. I don't know why, but uh, <laughs> you know, so good luck with that. And if not have fun with the, all the, your experiences you're having, because you sound Sounds like you're having a good time. All right. I appreciate you talking to me. Thanks so much for calling in. Stay tuned because your pod, your episode will be up very soon. All right. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, Jason. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.